Welcome to the Small Business Community Network podcast, your connection to the small business community. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org and find out how we can help your business grow. We're proudly supported by TELUS, the future is friendly, and by Prime Information Security, because business is risky enough. Hi everyone, it's Linda Ocko-Jenner here with another SBCN Small Bees podcast. And today we're going to continue with one of our awesome returning guests, Janet Benedict, the Canadian Network. And Janet's been offering us some um, awesome um, ideas where she's offering a, a business jigsaw um, course. I guess it's a series of courses. So basically, hi Janet, thanks for coming back today. Good morning, Linda. Good to hear you. Thank you. So um, you're offering this awesome course, and I think it's called the Business Jigsaw. Yes, yes. And it consists of 16-plus um, uh, puzzle pieces that people can take at their, um, you know, as they need to, at their leisure, or maybe they don't need help in every area, but they do in one or two. It's a fantastic idea. So I think so far, if my memory serves me right, Janet, we've uh, covered goal setting and action plan. Yes. Um, niche target marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, are those the only two so far? Those are the only two in the yes, in the, in, in, in the podcast, obviously. But I know you've been working away with your clients at, at, at most of the um, you know most of the topics here. And the good thing about this, Janet, is a client can come along and they can take the whole of the course. They can take every every you know jigsaw piece off, or they can just take one or two, can't they? Absolutely, yes. That's yep. absolutely fantastic, and it's yep. so affordable. Each puzzle piece is $47 plus HST. That is such good value, Janet. It is, and uh, Linda, as I said before, my target market really is people in um, direct sales uh, who are selling without a, you know, a brick-and-mortar building mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people that are in multi-level marketing that don't have the the financial resources to get into a more expensive type of training. It's that, designed so people can take it at as they can afford it. Yeah, they need it, and, and that, that's so helpful for that target market because down the line, Janet, they will be coming back to you because I know you offer so many things, so many fantastic conferences, courses, networking, yeah. and, and they'll stay loyal to you because you help them when they need you to help the most. And today, more than ever, we've got to watch where we spend our budget. So offering such value, Janet, and, you know, whether it's one, two, three, the whole thing. You know, I'm really excited, though, today, I believe. We're going to find out what's in your toolbox or what's in my toolbox. <laughs> All right, you know, so when we hear that, you know, what's in your toolbox, because we often think tools are just for carpenters, plumbers, electricians, but, you know, everyone has a toolbox or should have because we pick up things that help us survive as we, uh, you know, move through our lives, our business, and maybe unconsciously, but we're filling our own personal toolboxes 
that help us acquire what we need and the skills and help us to build and overcome obstacles. So whether you're aware of it or not, you do have a toolbox. Oh, this is awesome. And my toolbox is obviously pink because that's my brand and I love pink. But I guess today we were actually talking about... um, My question would be... um, How do we find out what's in our toolbox? That would be my first question. All right. So you've got to look. It depends on what business you're in, okay? What are the tools of your trade? What do you need to to do your job, to succeed uh, at at your uh, work? You know, what systems do you need to leverage yourself, that kind of thing? What equipment? Like, we can refer to tools in in different ways. Tools can be uh, anything that is going to help us accomplish um, our our goals. Um, So... Most of us have, like, a computer, a phone, access to books and libraries. Most of us have a pen, calculator, checklist. We do email. We do, um, a lot of us do networking and belong to different groups and organizations, mastermind teams. These can all be considered tools. Then there is um, the tools that can help you in your particular business. So whether you're selling you know, pet supplies or whether you're selling um, uh, business advertising mm-hmm. or makeup, it doesn't matter. What are your tools? What can you use? And people will look at you and uh, see what are you offering that maybe not everybody else is offering. Okay, that's a really good point. So let's imagine then um, I've just started a business. I'm direct marketing. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm selling to people. Maybe I'm selling something like... Um, Skincare, skincare, you know. Um, so I'm completely new, and I've got this empty toolbox. I've got very small budget. I've had to pay for my my um, stuff from you know the skincare company. I have to pay someone to them first and foremost. That's gone from my budget. What are the kind of things I'd be looking at if I have to purchase anything from a toolbox that would be a necessity? I, I've also got a smartphone and I've got a computer. So those two things I've got. What, what else do you think I should start off with for my toolbox? Okay, well, if you're going to get into like a skincare line, you need to look at um, is there samples available? Do you have uh, some companies, you know, when you get your kit, you get full-size products. Are you able to make up samples from that or do they provide samples? that you can actually hand out. Yes, it's an investment to get these samples often, but at the same time, that is what's going to sell your product because people like to to feel um, the product. Uh, It's it's a skincare cream, a night cream. They want to feel it. Does it feel good? Does it um, have the ingredients that is going to be good for their skin? So your toolbox is also let's look at knowledge. You know, you that's part of your toolbox mm-hmm. too. How Definitely. much do you know about the product? Have you can you get um, referrals or testimonials from other people that have used the product? Something um, that I personally uh, used uh, many years ago was I would have people try a sample, and I would say, you know, how does it feel? I really need to know what you think of it. I do not use this one. Like, if you don't use it yourself personally, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I mean, if you're 20, you don't need wrinkle cream, mm-hmm. I hope. Um, so, uh, you know, you give it to somebody who can try it and but then ask them their opinion. That's a very tangible part of our toolbox. What are the things that are less tangible that, 
you would suggest we try and start off with in our toolbox that can help us maybe grow our brand or something like that? Okay. Um, so, yes, that is a tangible product, something you can touch and feel. But knowledge is key, like looking up articles, um, sharing information with your potential clients getting the information, having it backed up, taking copies of it um, or emailing it out. Uh, Somebody emailed me the other day and said, I thought you would like to know this about this product. That's good, yeah. Um, And they didn't ask me for the sale. What they did was they let me know more about it, what they Mm -hmm. found out and what research had shown and really was just looking for, you know, what are your views? Mm -hmm. Have you tried it before? Um, so those are, you know, you can't touch or feel those products, but th- but that is one of the things in your toolbox. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to um, l- look at uh, the tools of your trade, and if, if we're sticking with the uh, skincare, mm-hmm. you know, it might be more testimonials from people that have used the products, articles that are interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Along that line, inexpensive, but you've got to ask the questions and find out the information. So what kind of uh, businesses are you attracting at the moment, Janet, to your um, business jigsaw? Um, I forgot what we call them. They are uh, modules, aren't they? You know, what, yeah. are, are they all direct marketers or are you getting, you know, quite a different... I'm getting quite a... Uh, that's, that's good. ...a cross-section of people from... Um, people in small business, uh, whether it be, um, I, I have somebody in real estate and right now, and I have um, somebody in travel, a travel agent, That's good. Uh, a couple of insurance people, um, a massage therapist. That's really, really good to know. So you're you're helping so many different businesses. We know already that by coming to you, Janet, and you know, just taking one of the modules or taking the whole course, it's really going to benefit us. Now, I guess my question is this. A lot of people do offer these kinds of things, not not your exact same thing, but they offer courses and, and seminars and stuff like that. How do we measure the success? So let's say I've bought six of your modules and we've gone through the, you know, the um, how long does each module take um, when I'm Okay, so each module takes, see, each uh, one is a one-hour session okay. with me, Yeah. and um, how you measure your success, okay, I don't leave it just at that one-hour session, there'll be follow-up. You you will get literature to help uh, back up what we've talked about, you um, also will receive a copy of the um, uh, Zoom conference, which is what I use, you can have a copy of that so you can go back over it as well. And you get to um, sort of measure your success by when I follow up with you, you know, is this working for you? And I and I need people to be totally honest. Is it working? And if it is, great. Um, maybe they want to go a step further. Maybe they're looking for more help. Or if it's not working, why isn't it working? What yeah. does it work for you? That's maybe good. it asked you to do something you're not comfortable with. Because... By you asking your clients to be honest with you and you're actually saying, okay, let's work out why it didn't work or, you know, what we're missing, as you know, um, word gets back um, 
to local communities, local businesses when someone offers something like this and the client's not happy. And it's very sad when the client maybe comes to you or me or somebody else and says, you know what, I spent this amount of money. It's not the amount of money I spent, but I went back and said it wasn't working. And they said, well, you know, you can pay for another course. You can do this, you can do that. But they didn't offer any extended help. And you are doing that, Janet, which which proves your credibility and, and your your desire to help people as well as, you know, for them to become your clients. You're building that loyalty, aren't you? Yes, that that's true. But, you know, if you're going to help somebody and it's not working for them, then why isn't it working? Maybe we've asked them to do something they're just totally not comfortable doing. Mm -hmm. That comes into the action plan. Sometimes when we're doing an action plan, you can almost tell. Mm -hmm. You know, people start to cringe when you say, you know, I need you to make um, five cold calls every day. Oh, gosh. And they go, (laughs) oh, oh," you know. Be be honest with you, I guess, first and foremost. Table. Mm. Take it off the table. Okay, I know you're not going to do that, so let's do something else. I want you to go to, you know, uh, to networking events and connect with people that way, to networking events. So you're not actually saying it's my way or no way. You're saying what works for you. Right. That's that's awesome. I, I do get feedback from a lot of the, the stuff that goes on across Canada, not just, you know, locally. And basically... If somebody promised me if I spent X amount of money, they could, I could make a six-figure um, income yes. and it didn't work for me and I went back to them and they said, well, all you've got to do is sit on the phone and keep making cold calls. I would blame myself in the first place for not having asked enough questions and, and you know, maybe look for those other people who have taken these courses or these modules and, and they're happy with it. We have to take ownership of how we are going to spend our you know, our budget, our money. We can't keep blaming people we, we buy from, can we? We have to take ownership. We have to be brave and say, hey, Janet, I need to ask a question. Or, hey, Janet, this isn't working for me. So by you sharing with us today that you're open to all that, you're open to those questions, it really makes your clients feel um, a trust with you, doesn't it? And makes them realize they're in, with the right person. You, Janet, can help them. Well, absolutely. You know, there's got to be... Um a connection there, too, with the person. You have to know uh, that you can trust and count on that person. And and what it comes down to between you and your, your client is accountability. If I didn't follow up and mm-hmm. ask how things were going mm-hmm. or you didn't tell me, mm-hmm. I'm not being accountable to you and you're not being, being accountable. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a two-way street, and I really dislike when... There are clients out there, we've all had them, Janet, where no one can make them happy, whether it's a case of I'm too expensive, you're too expensive, we couldn't help them, nobody can help them. They go from person to person to person. No one wants clients like that, and I'm sure you don't get them, Janet, because you're so open, you're so honest, you're so helpful. Um, How can we um, contact you to find out more about this awesome business jigsaw? I'm guessing it's on your website. It is on my website, um, you know, or you can email me at Janet at thecanadiannetworker.ca um, or just give me a call um, and all my information is on the SBCN website, so uh, just uh, reach out and we'll see what we can do. And um, when's your next, I know you've got some network events coming up, if I'm correct, you, you do so much, I lose, I lose pace with you. When's your next um, Canadian Networker meeting? It, the next Canadian Networker one is on uh, next week, Tuesday, March the 8th, 
6.30 at the Fork and Cork, 15, um, sorry, 1458 Weber Street East in uh, Kitchener. Uh, new location, um, getting really good turnouts, have a lot of uh, good stuff going on there. Awesome. It's a great location as well. I've heard wonderful things about your um, your events, Janet. Anything else you want to share with us before we let you go on with your busy day? Well, I, I think that's it. I'm looking forward to the next time we talk. I'm looking forward to Do you know what we're going to cover next time? Yes, yep. I do. We're going to be doing some sales talk. I'm sorry. Oh, sales. Sales talk. Oh, yes. God. I hate sales. I always say I'm not in sales, but we're all in sales, so that will help finished, me. Like it. Sorry? By the time we're finished, you'll like it. <laughs> I hope so, because, um, as you know, I used to work in a shoe store, but that was so easy because people knew what they wanted to buy when they came into the store. <laughs> so, again, my business isn't as tangible as selling shoes, so you can definitely help me. Thanks a lot, Janet. You're awesome. Looking forward to our next time. Okay. Thank you, Linda. Bye. Have a great day. Thank you.